So let me get this straight. You came to your brother's house for the increased bandwidth, yet they're downloading Fortnite on the bandwidth and doing yeah. it within 10 feet of where you're sitting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hi, Jackson. Hi. All right. You guys are going to have to cut the chatter. How did he hear me? He didn't. Oh, he said hi when I said yeah. hi. Did you hear him say hi? Yeah. Out of my headphones? Oh, okay. I guess guess they're cranked. Apparently. Or he's got his supersonic hearing turned on. Do you have emergency vehicles out your window? I thought I saw blue lights. Uh, they might have zoomed by. It happens from time to time in this neighborhood. Okay. Neighborhood watch. Um, can, you, can you actually hear them in the background? Oh, yeah. Okay. They're going upstairs. <laughs> I've been, um, been downloading 80 songs, so cue the, I think we're alone now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can use copyrighted music, can I? Well, especially copyrighted music. Well, maybe, yeah, because we don't want to hear me sing, that's for sure. Well, we're going to hear you sing if I keep that in the uh, in the oh. tape. Because, you know, I don't like to edit. Um, So what should we talk about before we get into the meat of the topic? Should we talk about the Amazon HQ2 now or talk about that later? Ooh, that's a juicy one. And, and I've got uh, a tech topic too, like a dev tech topic that I'd like to just kind of briefly touch on. Oh boy. Um, and we have tech that we're talking about as part of the main focus of the show too. Well, in addition to, you know, the non-tech related part of it. So, all right. So let's go... Uh, why don't we just uh, why don't we just do it? You are listening to the Bob and Kevin Show with Bob Beatty Bar and Kevin Gishesky. Each week we cover relevant tech and social issues related to technology. And more weeks than not, we're joined by special guests to add additional perspective to our topics. Our website is bobandkevin.show. And our episodes can be found on virtually any podcast network. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Bob and Kevin Show. Kevin, we are going to talk about a little bit of Amazon HQ2. We're also going to cover some of our fascinating adventures in our personal lives and how that relates to some show content. And we're also going to talk on a dev topic, apparently, that Kevin has in his back pocket. I think we're probably going to start with that one. So uh, I'm Bob Beatty Barr from The Bob and Kevin Show, and my co-host, as per usual, is... Me. God, he's terrible at that. We'll just call him me for today because he right. refuses to introduce himself. Ever. So anyway, Kevin. Yes. Because I'm going to just call you Kevin because you're the Kevin of the Bob and Kevin show. Uh, so you said you had a dev topic. So, so what, do you know, what do you know about Signal R? Ooh, a little bit. <laughs> I've played with it in the past. I uh, integrated some of it into the back office of my favorite CMS. Well, Maybe. I actually didn't integrate it into the back. I think I integrated it into the front of a website. But anyway, I've played with it a little bit. Yeah, so uh, I, I, th I believe it's by David 
Fowler. Gosh, I probably got that wrong. At Microsoft, he's the author. Uh, follow him on Twitter. But the gist of it is, is you can have two separate clients and they can be synchronized through a hub in real time. So you can communicate. The classic example is a real time chat client where you can do like a pub sub thing. And uh, so I've been uh, messing with that this week and I think it's kind of cool. So are you using it for bi-directional chat or are you using it for something else top secret that you can't talk about? Um, completely personal project. Um, oh, just playing. Yeah, this is definitely one of those. You know, that looked cool because I, I just uh, finished Ready Player One, uh, the book, and that was amazing, which is fiction. And I like to alternate between fiction and nonfiction. So for my nonfiction reading, I picked up a Signal R cookbook and I'm going through it and I'm like, hmm, that's kind of cool, clever how that all kind of works. It's a pretty easy setup too from, I mean, I did it a couple of years ago now, but it was a pretty easy integration, pretty easy setup. Yeah. We're on 2.0 now, which uh, I think the main sizzle of that is it uses the Owen pipeline. Side note, the Owen pipeline is deceptively simple yet amazingly frustrating at times. So do you think you will document some of this uh, adventure to help those of us who aren't quite so tinkery as yourself? Maybe. Um, the the real, <laughs> the trouble you run into, I think, with SignalR is finding a use case for it, you know. Um, so how many, how often do you need a real-time synchronized thingy? You and I had kind of messed around with, well, wouldn't it be cool if we had a podcast soundboard that if I pushed a button, it reflected in your browser without, you know, any sort of effort on your part you know that hey this is in the on position and then kevin hits it off and automatically in your soundboard it maybe is in the off position you know just because you know real time well that's a pretty good use case but i guess not everybody has a co-located podcast <laughs> that's true most podcasts i think are <laughs> in-house together and those uh, really fancy schmancy ones have a producer and a you know, who is running the soundboard and it's not a problem. Could you imagine if we had a producer in a third location? That'd be very interesting. It would be yet another source of frustration because I already know because I am mid um, homes that my internet situation is hit or miss. So my connection and voice quality is always shit. So I wonder what's going to happen when I relocate to Colorado, because I mean, I'm sure I'll pay for bandwidth, but some of the places that I'm looking for utilities and internet are included, which seems odd to me. And well, having just come out of the Breckenridge area, which is close to the area where you are considering, uh, the internet speed wasn't exactly stellar. So what you get for that, I don't know. Yeah, but where you were at a you were at a vacation home though, right? On the side of a mountain, yes. So it was DSL of CenturyLink. Right. So I would assume that for a vacation home, you're not gonna drop large cash for a connection because it's probably not being utilized very often. So you'd probably go bare minimum. Yeah, I yeah, so good luck to you. Hopefully you'll get uh something free money or you might might have to supplement with something else because we may be switching roles where 
you have the great internet now. I'll I have the shit internet now. Then you might flip flop that here this summer. Yeah, but I really I require good internet. Just part of my being. So hmm. yeah, there's there's some there's some good side effects though to having less than stellar, and uh, that will dovetail. And I don't want to segue quite yet into the, the meat of the, the show today. But uh, SignalR, anyway, I'm, I'm reading up on that. It's pretty cool. It's in full tinker mode. Like I said, the classic example is setting a text message from one browser and broadcasting it to all the listeners. It's not exactly mind-blowing pattern or anything like that, but the simplicity or the complexity is all hidden, and that's what, I guess, makes it useful. Well, in, in theory, you could just send bits you know like uh toggle equals one toggle equals zero and capture that on the other end and then execute something based on that variable correct i mean in theory, yeah uh you would probably rise to the level of sending a json blob you know broadcast this blob out here's the current state uh, right. update all your local stuff and basically. then consume it on the local end yeah exactly i was doing it because there was a the problem in the CMS or the challenge in the CMS was multiple editors in the same time. Uh And somebody had written an extension based on signal R, but it was for a very old version of the CMS. And I was tinkering with it to see if I could bring it up to modern times. That's a, that is a good use case. I hadn't thought of concurrency. So basically I'm typing away on, let's call it WordPress doc one or whatever, and somebody else logs in, it would be nice to know that, hey, Sally has now opened this up and Sally is now attempting to want to edit this and I blocked her, you know, yeah. from this action. Basically, and, it was it was a flag and then add a property to the text field so that the text field couldn't be manipulated. Like, gotcha. hey, user two, user one is already in here, so therefore you're locked out. And then user one would get the notification that user two is also looking at the that piece of content in the back. Yeah, and that gets tricky too because user one saves and publishes that, use, and then user two still has an old version standing in front of them. So if they immediately get unlocked and you hit save and publish, you're basically undoing everything they did. So you'd have to say, hey, user two, um, it's now unlocked for editing, but I have to reload this page. Otherwise, you're looking at stale data right now. Right. You could send a message that basically said, you know, you're now able to edit this page. However, please refresh. Because the could signal R trigger a refresh? That would be rude, but uh yes, it could. It it could what I would suggest maybe is a modal. Hey, hey, this is now available for editing. Would you like to reload this page? Yes. For the record, I never did get it integrated into the newer version. I got sidetracked on other fun signal R chat type things then. Then I had to get back to real work. But for the record, that was years ago. And this is probably an excellent time to drop in that the thoughts and opinions expressed by Bob and Kevin on the Bob and Kevin show are exclusively the thoughts and opinions of Bob and Kevin and not their employers. And as an aside, that is probably a record for the earliest in the show (laughs) that we've dropped in the disclaimer. And we're back. Speaking of thoughts and opinions... (laughs) About 12 months ago, you and I... Uh, oh, shit, little, that's a great segue. <laughs> little podcast, and one of the things that we did is we went all, like, 
secret selection style. We, we wrote down an answer and put it into an envelope for a future date. I think the future is now, don't you think? Yeah, actually, I stumbled upon it the other day, and apparently you already knew about it. Um, do you have your envelope? Um, <laughs> Remember, this no. is audio. It could be theater of the mind. You could say, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's right, right here, Bob. <laughs> Perfect. I actually see it in our shared video view. Uh, so for sake of argument, let's say that you didn't have your envelope. Why would you not have your envelope? Um, possibly because I'm in the middle of a move and it's packed away in some obscure box. And I, I see yours right there. Now, I'm actually, I, I had to go back farther on the wall in my office and get my envelope. The now, envelope is still sealed. Now, Bob and I can see each other. And I have opened my envelope and I have, um, hopefully, okay, let me shield here. I Here's have the AMSR version of the podcast, or episode part of the podcast. And, I, and by the way, I guess we should explain what's in the envelope because I said we put something in an envelope. This has to do oh. with, we, we pre-selected where we thought Amazon HQ2 would end up, which would be the lucky city to win. And Bob, you want to fill the audience in if they haven't kept a track of the headlines of what the plot twist is currently? Yeah, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this in the news, they're actually going with two locations, not just one. Which so they bullshit. actually, it is, but it's actually, it sounded like it was a pretty good reasoning. I mean, they're getting two different talent pools. So the, the places that they did end up selecting is uh, Long Island City neighborhood of Queens and the Crystal City area of Arlington, Virginia. So basically D.C. Yeah, or Ar D. Arlington or New York. is, uh, is yeah. D.C. area. We, we, we would accept D.C. because I don't think Arlington was actually in the original list. Well, they had like three or four D.C. area. Oh, cities. then maybe, maybe Arlington was. Seems like a pretty realistic place to go. Yeah. So we'll accept New York, D.C. or Arlington. We'll accept either of those. You're going to be really disappointed with my answer. What did you select, sir? All right, all right let's 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 do a three, two, one reveal. Then we'll read it each other's. Ready, right, three, ready? two, one. Can you even see mine? You yes, I can. And I would you need have to never, lower yours. I would have never guessed. You need to lower yours and move it over. Oh, oh man, you went with Indy. You were a homer. Uh, exactly. I was going to call <laughs> myself out. I picked Indianapolis, Indiana, and Bob picked Nashville, Tennessee. And we I went for wild hair because Nashville is kind of up and coming, and Indy was probably a great call for it because it is. I mean, it's a pretty interesting city. It's, well, the, the motto of Indiana is Bob. Do you remember? I used to live here. I used to be a Hoosier. Isn't it just wander? Uh, it's um, hey, we got rest stops. Uh, no, it's it's pretty close to that, though. It's the crossroads of America. And if I could translate that, um, that would mean, yes, we have uh, Porta Johns here for you. The crossroads of America. Yeah, and Indianapolis is a, is a good mid-sized city, I would say. Mid-sized capital city. Indianapolis has Amazon warehouses, several of them in the area, because geographically located, it's not too bad. But I, I made the fol two follies on this prediction. I went with the Homer selection, <laughs> which is duh. <laughs> and then two, I guess I assumed they were it would ge geography would make sense for logistics, and I really don't think now that HQT was logistic based. It's more creative and and management based, in my opinion. Well, now they do have so they've got Seattle, 
and now they have northeast coast and central east coast really yeah so, i mean there could be some geographic advantages there as well yeah but think about the one on long island you really want to put yourself on an island where there's only one way off true that does seem like do they even have the do they even have the space that's interesting yeah, what the, what the heck is that going to run? So, so each location is going to get 50,000 employees. Wait, no. After no, consider- they're going to cut it in half on each one is what I was reading. Oh, 50,000 in two, in two locations. So 25K each. That's still a pretty good, uh, that's still a oh, pretty good drop in the bucket. Absolutely, it is. Um, retrospect, uh, my, my second, third choice probably would have been, second choice would have been Denver. And my third choice probably would have been Austin, Texas. What about you? Do you have any like runners up? Uh, Indy probably would have been in my top three for sure. Um, and Austin, uh, just because you just mentioned it, does seem pretty appealing. Uh, just Texas is crazy. My middle kid lives in the Dallas suburbs now, and the Dallas suburbs literally start as soon as you cross the Oklahoma state line. After I made my Indianapolis prediction, I knew it was out as soon as I asked myself the question, if I were an up-and-coming dad, would I want to live in Indiana? And the answer is probably not. I mean, Indianapolis is nice, but it's not cosmopolitan. It's There's no but large how, body of water right there. Think about how 25,000 employees could possibly shift the the social aspect of a community like that. Well... I, Queens, I mean, it's not going to because Queens is packed. You know, it's New know. York City. Indianapolis is uh, is the is one of the one of the two blue areas of the state, and I don't know if any demographic would be shifted there. It would be more of a uh, doubling down in that area. So it would have been a good forcing. Yes. So I I'm a big believer in creative people like water. Does that seem weird? Um, no. So the the effect is brain drain, and usually the magnet for creativity is the water. So that's why you got West Coast, East Coast. That middle part is tough. Now Denver is like, well, how do you explain Denver? Denver is pretty, you know, cool and hip and all that. And I would say, um, mountains. So. Yeah, there's some pretty good bodies of water up there too, though, in the mountains, which are even better. Yeah. So. Anyway, we both suck at predicting, and um, Amazon is uh, one step closer to eating the world. Yes. So that was kind of our our first foray into the realm of competitions. Not the right word, but where there was a there was a stake on the line and a duration and a reveal of the results well, later we, down the road. We really didn't have a, any stakes, right? No, but there was a duration of time and we, you know, it was basically just bragging rights. We were hoping. Ah, yes. But I think this week we kind of, we kind of took that to the next level. Did we not? We, we did. We, uh, so I came back from Colorado thinking, damn, first off at nine or 10,000 feet, um, it's hard to breathe, especially when you're out of shape <laughs> and, uh, I was also thinking, damn, everyone here is amazingly thin, young, vibrant, and beautiful, and I am not feeling it so much. So I was like, hmm, I need to lift my own spirits, get in shape, which I've done a few times in my life. And um, Bob's like, what, Bob? Tell me what you're like. <laughs> I was uh, I was excited because I've been leaning on Kevin for 
quite a while now to get some activity because it does actually help the mind. And uh, he finally came around to it after his trip. And I was like, all right, well, let's, you know, he had mentioned he could stand to lose a few LBs. And I concurred that I could stand to lose some too. And then we pulled out some really depressing charts. Oh yeah. The height and weight chart for males <laughs> age 40. In fact, um, I wasn't liking the ones I was seeing. So I pulled out the standard United States army height and weight chart, which actually um, uh, categorizes also by gender and by age. So it gets very specific. You know, if you are a 40 year old male uh, and this is how tall you are, boom, this is the number you need to be going for as your target weight. And uh, I think we used that as our goals because we're, we're, we're challenging each other to a weight loss competition, I guess. Or- weight loss and fitness. We did, we did make it yeah. a little bit of a competition. Um, we've, we've put some stakes on the, we've, we've put a, a horizon. So it's a three month challenge. Um, we've set a target. Are we both at 21 pounds? Is that what it yes. came out to be? So, so we're, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. I would say for the lay user or listener, not user, we are um, we are a little different in height. And so Bob's target, can I say the target weight? Is that okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I think your target weight is 165. Is that correct? My target is 165, yes. And mine is 170. I, I get the inch and a half um, advantage of extra five pounds there. However, just as fate would have it, based on our current weights, that puts us exactly at each having to try to give away 21 pounds each. Yeah, and it's right about the same percentage. I think we're within a sliver. I think we're right around 10 high and 11 as far as body weight percentage goes. Correct. So yeah, if you do your math, uh, we're sitting at some some numbers closer to 200 than not 200. <laughs> <laughs> and right. uh, so for me personally, this will be if, if not if, when, when I achieve this goal, I will, um, this will be the lightest I've weighed in a really long time. Like even my driver's license weight, which is the driver's license weight that I carried over from the first time I got my adult driver's license, not my 16 year old license, but my second was 175. So that's 10 under my driver's license weight. <laughs> I'm looking right now. Mine says 165. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, it feels like so far away. I don't remember the last time I weighed 165. I'm not going to lie. I do. Uh, I was in the U.S. military running my butt off for five miles every morning, which I, uh, full disclosure, currently do not do. And I got out of the military in 2010. So it's been about eight good years since I've even flirted with a 1.7 anything. And probably even, like when I got a basic training, I looked like, like literally a Walking Dead extra, the zombies. I was I looked sick because I lost so much weight. I was I was a bag of bone and some muscle. Anyway, so it's been a while. So when we hit these goals, damn, we're gonna look good, Bob. Yes, we are, and we have three months to do it because we picked three months because that's a healthy time frame to do about one to two pounds a week and still be able to hit that target. Uh, so. You know what? Okay. And so we have this path in front of us. It's about a three month runway, one to two pounds a week. And holy shit, I can already see hurdles. 
and it's called Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas, New Year's. Well, hindsight being 2020, uh, we probably picked the worst time of year to do this. I think typically people would have picked this starting January 1 or 2 around there. But uh, I, I like those hurdles. I think it's, uh, you know, with one to two pounds a week, you could do a couple weeks where you're, you're, you know, really pushing it to three to four and then have some wiggle room to, to fall back a little, tumble back a little bit during the holidays. But I'm going to try to power through. So it's cliche to do the whole New Year's resolution. So I'm actually okay with the timeline. We are two months ahead of the cliche <laughs> resolution time frame. Yes. I like to think we're making a lifestyle adjustment because uh, yes. just a few days in, would you say that there's been a radical lifestyle change for you? Yeah. So let me, let me walk down this path with everyone. So got back from Colorado. I immediately screwed this up because I started working out two, two times a day and basically starving myself. <laughs> um, so I'm not doing that anymore, but what I have done is made a complete adjustment to my nutrition menu. No, I mean, I can't say I, I take in no carbs, but very, very low carbs. I will eat protein, no problem, some, some fat, no problem. I'm trying to do the keto thing, and I'm going to have you explain that here in a bit because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> but um, I went and bought a bag of fresh apples i'm eating oatmeal unsweetened you know a little mm. pinch of salt so mm. i can get it in there <laughs> you're failing uh, keto miserably <laughs> oh my gosh uh all right so, that, so that's some of the changes i've already made so people might be sitting here listening and saying but bob and kevin this is a tech podcast where's the technology come in so the first question i'm going to ask well maybe it's not a question first statement i'm going to make is the the single solitary most effective way to lose weight is to burn more calories than you consume. Yes, it's the inverse of finance. <laughs> yes, spend yes. spend more calories than you deposit. So my question is, is are you using anything to track your intake? <sighs> no. So how do you know how much output you need to achieve to be in a calorie deficit situation? All right, Bob, I have my phone in my hand. What am I downloading? I actually like MyFitnessPal, which is a free. And what you can do is you can basically, you know, you fill in some information, set your target, you know, set your target weight or how many, you know, yeah, set your target weight. And then it, it gives you calorie ranges based on your level of activity. Oh, man. Wow. Wait, my... you... uh, did they call you? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Well, yes, your your app is lovely. Five star. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the new regular for the Bob and Kevin show. I, I'm surprised. So I'm at my brother-in-law's. I can't even believe a real phone just rang in 2018. Just... Like, like the house phone? Yeah. Okay, moving on. All right, my okay. fitness pal. So my fitness pal. So what you want to do is you use something like a my fitness pal. It doesn't have to be that one, but I, I do recommend it. And nope, you have already to, got it downloaded. You have to track the calories going in, and you have to somehow figure out. Well, you don't have to figure out. You can probably look up a, on a scale, find charts online for, you know, the types of activities that you're going to do, and an estimate on the calories that you're going to burn, like a 30 minute run. 
depending on your fitness level and things like that, you might be in the 300 to 450 calorie range for that run. Okay. So you can calculate that into your numbers with my fitness pal and then know if you're actually living in a calorie deficit or not. Because I think a common thing is people decide that here's a food group or here's a collection of food groups that are healthy, but I'm going to consume 2000 calories worth of them in a day. And then they might do some moderate exercise or light exercise or no exercise, but they think, my gosh, I'm eating clean. I'm eating healthy, but my weight is either stagnant or all of a sudden I gained a pound. So like that's one level of the exercise versus nutrition battle. So I'm going through the, uh, the little wizard and it's got, uh, what's your week, you know, it's doing my, uh, height, weight, birthday. Um, by the way, when you hit the birthday the default year that comes up is 1983. So I felt <laughs> bad that I have had to like pull back five extra years there too. Anyway. Oh, five. I feel bad having to scroll all the way down to 1970. Ooh. So uh, now I'm on the uh, goal weight. I put in my goal weight and it says it recommends that I lose one pound per week. So we we're enough time out where we could do one pound a week and still hit that. I guess we probably are 20 ish weeks from there. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't, it didn't ask me for an end date. It just said, what's your target weight? And, and so it didn't really, so I haven't gotten to the part where maybe it forecasts, you know, Oh, I wonder if that doesn't have an end date. You just pick your end weight and it gives you a healthy. I think if you adjust your target calories, it'll adjust that too. Okay. So I want to know when I can pull the trigger on that new Speedo. (laughs) (laughs) TMI. Sorry. All right. So my fitness pal. Okay. So this is a, you're right. It's a good point. Because right now I'm totally going by, well, I feel like I'm doing well. Right. So what you can do after a while is you don't necessarily need that because you know what your exercise calorie burn looks like. Now that will go down as you get in better shape. So you'll have to do more to burn more calories. So it's suggesting that my daily goal to lose one pound a week is 1700 calories. That feels really high. Like, yeah. So you could go 1500 and probably lose a little bit more a week, but did you did you put in a level of activity that you normally do? Well, yeah, and I took it to mean because it, it meant or it asked it like it was your profession, you know. Right. And like, do you so, sit a lot for your job? Exactly. So I had to go with the absolute worst. You know, yes, I, it's a low activity. Well, interesting though, because actually I'm saying that out loud, and I would think if if you have a sedentary, if they put you in the sedentary category, you feel like that they would make your calorie target lower. So I would say play with 1,700 for a couple of days and see what 1,700 calories looks like with for food. Okay. Um, now it's asking me, and I hope it's okay that I'm doing a play-by-play here. It's sure. asking me what I had. What was your last meal? I had a hamburger and I no bun, and then I had an apple. So apple's my new – apple and celery is like my new – like, gosh, I hope this is like going to make me lose weight faster food. Apples are really high in natural sugar, though. Yeah, but they have a lot of fiber. They do have a lot of fiber, but that's going to... Let's see what my 
fitness pal, says Mr. Beatty Bar. I'm going to put in my Apple that I had. Well, my fitness pal is going to not necessarily be geared it says, toward keto. It says 80 calories. Now, calories are just calories. What's the breakdown of sugar in those calories? Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't know. It's an <laughs> apple. <laughs> okay. It's got 22 grams of carbs in it. Oh, 22. That's my daily limit. Holy crap. All yeah. right. Well, this is cool. So, I mean, you're using this. So I'm showing you. Yes. Like, like this is new information. You're like, yeah, uh, I know. Um, okay. So, so you can take this to a different level too. So you have your calories in and calories out. But if you're really shooting for like, you mentioned keto. So if you're really shooting for a ketogenic type diet, then you look at the macros. So the macros are going to be your protein, fat, and carbohydrates. And a pretty standard um, keto macro, you could go, you could go like 80%. I'd have to look this up in my app, but like uh 75% fat, 20% protein, and then 5% carbohydrates is a pretty standard. Well, explain ketogenic. I mean, from what I know, here, here's the lay person observation definition. It's something where I eat fat in, and protein only, no carbs. Yeah, keep your carbs under that 20 grams, you know, 22 grams a day kind of thing. Oh my God, that's on your... so little though. Can you put it into context? What is 22 grams? If I eat a blank, I guess an apple. You just said if I eat an apple, right? One apple, 22 grams of carbs. Holy now God. you did mention that there's fiber in there. So you can do a net carb calculation on that fiber. Yeah, but it's only going to save you like four grams. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's got four grams of fiber and 22 grams of carbohydrates. So the key to ketogenic diet is you're basically teaching your body to burn fat for energy instead of sugar. Okay. So by, by not using sugar in your diet, your body is going to burn the next most viable thing for energy, which is fat. So the macros are just goals. Like the only one that you really want to be strict about is the carbohydrates. And then the protein you know, is kind of just like a target but the fat is the lever like fat makes it burn. So is it possible <clears throat> to take in too little food and just screw everything up? Well, yeah, because what happens is if you don't take in enough calories, which is part of the reason why you track them anyway, is that your body will adapt to that and be like, Whoa, we got to slow shit down because we're not getting enough calories to sustain what this body's used to. So you yeah. don't want to you don't want to starve yourself. That is not good. Wow, they've got like everything in here. Let's like have the Applebee's menu. When I put an apple like to search. Yep. It's, did you mean Applebee's? And do you want to see their menu? Holy crap, that's like pretty amazing. Yeah. So you know, you can some of that is crowdsourced, but also some of that is uh, just data share. I believe so. Like Applebee's will share their information so that you know. I don't know if they get anything out of it, but it's funny. I just read an article about Applebee's, how when they went for a healthy menu, they totally tanked on sales. And now they're back to like basically crap food and people are like coming like crazy now. It's kind of weird. I would love if there was like a, a keto friendly um, food establishment near me. It's, it's kind of a drag to cook all the time. So Bob, but... I've added my lunch and my dinner for the day which says, it says I've only got 645 calories in those two meals. 
and I'm going to add my breakfast, which I only basically had uh, an apple and so I had a lot of apples. <laughs> so 44, <laughs> so 44 carbs already. <laughs> Bastard. Uh, an apple and oatmeal. Um, yeah. Yes. Check, oatmeal check, the carbs on, check the carbs on that oatmeal, brother. I, I did because I was checking instant oatmeal, which is like got, you know, all that great tasting flavor yep. versus uh, regular oatmeal. And it was quite um, similar, actually. The only difference was a few, you know, I don't know, 10 grams of sugar. Um, so I was kind of shocked at the lack of gap between those two. Yeah. You do get a fiber, you get a fiber bonus in there too, but so, uh, I'm I'm trying to think what my next thought was about ketogenic. Yeah. So is, so is keto a a fad thing? Has it been around a while? Is it like the, what was the Adkins diet and, you know, things like that. So the ketogenic diet actually has its background in uh, more related to the brain benefits. So the ketogenic diet was started, I think, in the early 1900s. And there was a scientist who discovered that treating children with seizure disorders, the fat-based diet um, actually helped reduce their seizure activity. So that's kind of where it got started, was the high fat, you know, totally related to brain activity, Interesting. brain function. The uh, Navy SEALs adapted ketogenic um, lifestyle for their, uh, the divers, because they would use the rebreathers, and the rebreathers, one of the side effects of that was seizures. And so they discovered that... Um, on a ketogenic diet, the divers were less susceptible to the seizures due to what getting the bends. I don't even know what, or just the lack of oxygen to the brain, I guess, with the rebreathers. So the military has adopted it because of that. And the fact that the, in some of the studies that they're doing, they're seeing a faster healing um, from injury and wound. So like if somebody has an open wound on a ketogenic diet, the wound heals faster. So there's all kinds of, I'm paraphrasing a lot of this research, but. uh, It does sound magical. I'm not going to lie. What? It it sounds magical. (laughs) Well, there's some positives, but you have to do it correctly. Just like any of those. Well, not a fad diet. Just like anything. If you, if you go overboard and you don't follow the, you know, like you can't just eat bacon. (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh. That was my kryptonite giving up bacon. But on keto, but on keto, you can eat bacon. Like how much though? (laughs) Well, you can't, you can't eat, you have to eat other things like uh, a perfect keto breakfast. Like the macros are in perfect balance. Two eggs, a handful of slices of bacon and uh, half of an avocado. Perfectly, perfectly keto balanced meal. Um, And uh, I think it's only like, 280 calories, 350, somewhere around in there. I could be Hmm. lying. I could be lying on that. So talk to me about like tea and coffee. So I've read before, well, tea and coffee is a diuretic because it has caffeine in it. But I read an article recently. And by the way, I'm I'm sure I'm surrounded by confirmation bias when you do anything weight loss on the internet. Um, But I saw an article that says that it still counts as water. What say you? 
Well, it totally still counts as water because it's, I mean, but if you're doing it right, you're consuming so much water already that it doesn't matter. Like it's just bonus water at that point. Um, right. I was just reading an article the other day about the right time to have your coffee and how uh, cortisol, when you wake up in the morning, serves a purpose. But if you slam a cup of coffee in your face right after you wake up, then the cortisol and the caffeine are actually fighting each other and you're not getting the benefit of either. So it's best to wait, you know, an hour, hour and a half to have your cup of coffee and let cortisol do its thing in the morning. So, you know, a lot of this stuff is timing. Well, a lot of it's timing. I'm sure, I'm sure my uh, timing is all jacked up. One of the um, things that I also play with when I'm trying to cut weight is um, intermittent fasting. I mm -hmm. think you and I have talked about this before. Like I'll do a, I'll only eat between the hours of noon and 8 p.m. And then after my last meal, which is typically well before 8, then I'll fast until that 16-hour window kind of collapses. And you get used to it, and you can actually extend that. And there's, um, there's health benefits related to that fasting, too. Uh, I think the process is called autophagy, where it's kind of cell die-off. The cells that need to be cleared out of your system actually get help get flushed out in that fasting time period, which also helps with weight loss as well. Ooh, I just had a thought. Did we talk about what happens? Like, this is a contest, right? So, yeah, we have not talked about the the end of the contest yet. We've talked All about right. the the diet tracking Next. first. All right, because um, I've now completed my daily input. According to this. If I've done my math correctly or my inputs correctly, actually, I didn't even put in the workout I did this morning because this will also take your workout. So my goal is 1,700 calories, 1,710, we'll just call it 1,700. My calories in is 890, is it. I exercise is 220, so that means I have 1,000 freaking calories left over for the day. Yeah, if you submit that, like if you pretend that your day is over, it is going to give you a warning message and say this cannot be sustained you need to up your calorie intake. all right so if i hit complete diary oh shit okay based on big red text based on your total calories you are not likely eating enough oh shit because i'm starving <laughs> so if you eat the right things and like cut out some of the you don't have to cut out all the fruit but if you replace that with fat you'll also feel satiated and fat well, could be like avocado well, I don't healthy fat. I don't feel like apples are like evil. I mean, it's not keto friendly, but according to this, I I've got a thousand calories. I can go home and raid the fridge. Well, you can eat. I would recommend eating healthy fat in that situation. But well, see, the problem with sugar is sugar is a cycle. Even sugar from fruit, your body gets the sugar after it burns it off. It wants more sugar. Yeah, it's like freaking crack for your body, your cells. So I know when I cheat and I have carbohydrates, that next morning, I feel like it could eat a horse. So I, I will say I've, I've flirted with trying to do keto stuff, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not there when I, let's see, will this tell you how many or how many things you've had today uh, like your macros you mean like how it breaks down fat versus yes there versus it is sugar? so for the day i've had interesting okay 
So based on what I've input today, my goal for sugars was 72 grams and I'm five grams over already, even though I'm not eating. Right. But that's your goal with, that's your goal out of the box from, uh, that's your goal out of the box from, uh, my fitness pal. So that's not based on a ketogenic diet. That's just based on the, my fitness pal macros that they give you. Well, as much as I want to do keto, I think I'm just going to, I need something very data driven. And this is telling me exactly, you know, what to do and what not to do. So according to this, I I can eat some protein, actually can have 200, holy cow, this will blow your mind. I can have 241 carbs. Look, it's right here. Data. You can go, you can go that route if you want. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't. No, so I, I'm actively trying to cut carbs. So no big deal there. My calorie um, goal is 1700, by the way. Hmm, interesting. Um, so, so, okay. So here's the problem. I haven't lost any weight and I've been doing this a week. That might take a while for it to kick in, but I'll also, I would say it's because you're not getting enough calories. I'm first of all, I'm not a pro at this. I've just been, you know, doing a lot of research, playing around with it a lot myself, but 800, if, if you're getting 800 calories a day and then exercising, your body is like in a hold right now. It's like, oh my gosh, these calories are precious. We're not going to burn a bit of them. That's why I asked yeah. if you were sweating when you ran. Yes, that was, I was why I asked that question. Why? You didn't think I'd be sweating? Uh, were you dripping sweating or? It, it was also 35 degrees outside. So, you know, that kind of had a little play to it. Uh I don't know if you get those, if you get it, if you get that motor revving, you're going to be like freezing at the end because so I guess, so I guess the audience doesn't know. I ran two miles. I don't know, like a couple hours ago, right after, right before I ate dinner. I like to exercise before I eat. Is that something you do too? Uh, yeah, no, I don't like to exercise after I eat at all. And I feel like, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, no, because after you eat, your body is in a different reactionary phase. Um, you know, I'll try to do, like taking kind of like smart fuel before I work out, but not like a meal, not at all. So this app, when I hit complete diary, it's got that warning. It basically says we're not going to, I guess there's like a social media element to this. We will not post this and we will not show you a five week projection because we think you're freaking crazy. Oh, that's new. Cause it used to say, well, no, I think, I, I, I do remember it saying it wouldn't give you an update, but I didn't remember that that must be new on the social sharing thing. So is, this is basically telling me go home, eat some damn food yep. and then come back to and hit the, hit the button. Yep. Get some calories and then close it out. Have you gone premium? Cause it's asking me to go and go premium. What does premium get me? If, if you know, I think premium allows you to set your macros, which without it, I don't know if you can. Okay. So I'm I'm flirting with the the notion here because god damn it Bob I want to beat your ass in this. <laughs> I want to hit the goal first. That's very interesting. I don't I mean it was a 30 day free trial. Yeah. I have I, I have 316 I got 316 Holy calories. Holy cow. Time. How much do you think this costs? 
uh, $59 a year. Okay. You and I are on different planets because you were way closer than I would have imagined. So it's $49 a year. Yeah. Well, I am a premium member, so I knew that. (laughs) So wait, 10 bucks a month. That's $120 a year. Well, yeah. So you get a huge discount if you pay for an Uh, annual. Yeah. I pay annually. Okay. So that's, that's in line with the whole healthcare industry because losing weight is big money, man. Yeah. So every one of those apps is going to be right around 50 bucks a year. This is cool. This is probably the most useful thing I've gotten out of this damn show. (laughs) (laughs) See, and we've, we've filled our tech requirement because we've talked about technology. So that's great. You know what audience we've finally given you a solution to a problem. We did. Oh my God. 23 episodes in and we gave a solution. If you, if you want to track, well, you have to track to know if your intake is less than your output. So yeah, uh, my fitness pal, there's all kinds of different ones too, but um, this one's been around for a really long time and uh, it's food library is really good. And uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. Okay. So we just did some tech. Let's, let's go some non-tech. So what kind of exercises you, uh, you throwing at yourself? So I like to do a mix of um, like usually mostly body weight training for me. So another app that I use is <laughs> Runtastic Results. Um, it is also a paid app for the training program, but it's it never ends. So I thought it was a 12-week transformation program because I think that's what it was sold as when I first tried it years ago. And uh, I learned, I got to the end and I was super excited because I thought I was going to say, congratulations, you've completed the 12 weeks. And then it's like, get ready for week 13, day one. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a series of exercises. You take a fitness test at the beginning. Um, but things, you know, like you got your standard push-ups, you got your standard sit-ups, you got your standard jumping jacks. Um, but then there's crazy things like knee to elbow and or high plank knee to elbow and high plank knee to opposite elbow. Uh, the ski jumpers, which is insane, that comes later. And so what it does is it slowly ramps you up um, and you get to a point where you're doing multiple sets with no rest in between. And it takes you about 28 to 35 minutes once you start to get into weeks seven, eight, nine, and 10 and beyond. The early weeks, you're really looking at about 11 minutes, 12 minutes starts to clock you up and you get rest in between. But by golly, it kicks your butt. So I, I do a lot of body weight training only. Um, I've just recently within the last six months started to introduce kettlebell and that's been really fun. Um, during downtime at work, like if a file's copying or something like that, I will bust out a quick three set, um, three exercise set. Like I'll do, do push-ups and I, you know, clock those up over the days, you know, started out with 10 really clean push-ups and then add two a week kind of thing. And, and then do the same thing with a kettlebell swing and a squat. So it's just three different exercises busted out in, you know, four minutes max and then back on the grind. So How about you? I'm doing similar body weight stuff. I, you know, it's like, I feel like if I were in jail, what, what could I do? <laughs> <You know? laughs> It's an interesting approach to it. If I were in jail. Um, So body weight training, because I'm living in a basement with the family as we transition. So limited amount of equipment. 
I could pay for gym membership. I have considered it, but the biggest pain in the ass about the gym is obviously commuting to it. I just don't want to go. I, you know, I, I like the idea of just working out, going to the right to shower and not having, you know, 10 or 20 minutes of drive time. So, um, I'm doing pushups. Um, I'm doing uh, planks. I'm doing some light weights. So I've got two kettlebells or 20 pounds each. I've got two dumbbells that are 20 pounds each. Um, I've got, uh, I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube. People are way more ripped than I can probably possibly ever imagine because they do it full time. But um, one thing was the guy was pretty pissed off and he was like, if you're counting your reps, I can count reps. We learned to count reps on Sesame Street. You don't want to count reps. You know, basically go until you can't. Mm. That's, that's a, a rep. <laughs> I'm know? not a fan of go to failure. Not a fan. So, so I'm considering doing that. Um, it's going to impact your weight loss in a negative way when you well, go to failure. Why? Well, educate me, Bob. It's the same concept. When you, if you're not getting enough calories, if you're pushing your muscles to failure all the time, your body's going to shut down and save. See, that's what I don't get. If your body shuts down and save, I don't, <laughs> why wouldn't it do that all the time? It does. But like, if you threaten it, if you put it in a threat situation where you're, you're trying to take away a bunch of calories, it's going to be like, mm, I'm not going to give you an ounce. So, because I'm, um, in the army, we were very structured and it worked really well. I was, I was in very good shape every time I was in the military all the time, but at home you have to have that self-discipline. So right now just, I, I set some arbitrary goals. So I'm doing six exercises, three reps each and they're kind of grab bag um, of what they are. So I've been three doing three reps or three sets, three sets. Sorry. Okay. Um, so flutter kicks, uh, windshield wipers. I mean, all these exercises have these strange names and they're sometimes not very descriptive of what the heck they are. But, <laughs> <laughs> but basically a windshield wiper is if you lay on your back on the ground, put your bend at your waist or your hips, put your feet all the way up and then put your, throw your feet to the left and then come to center, throw your feet to the right, come to center and so on. And so Obliques. Work exactly. those obliques. So I've been trying to work the core more. And then I decided, you know what? I can't let Bob beat me. I need to get some cardio in. And so I got some new running shoes and uh, plotted out a two-mile course on, on the local land. And this morning or today, I did my first iteration of that. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow morning doing it again. Um, but now I'm fighting with winter. Winter is coming. And that sucks. Fasted cardio is the best. So that morning run, that oh. morning run before you eat, yes. that will that will get the motor running. That'll that'll be great for kicking that weight loss start. So for years I've been putting in reasons slash excuses on why, you know, I'm putting off exercise. Now, you know, the key for me is routine. So I take my kids to school in the morning, they don't ride the bus. Um so I take them to school, I come home, I work out, and then I eat, and then I, then I go to work. And I, I feel really good about myself. The part that I don't like yet is I'm not seeing that scale move the right direction. <laughs> so, Do you check it at the same time every day? 
I do. Okay, I that's do. good. Do you check it in the morning or check it at night? <laughs> Both, because I'm doing a, a two shower. I'm doing two a day still, so I'm doing two showers a day. And don't ever check, check your weight at night. Oh, that's where you're heaviest. Well, I'll you're look forward to in the, the morning. I'll look forward to the morning. So I only check after I work out, after I get my swole on. Um, so yeah. <laughs> get all right. Swole on. So, all right. So then so we should, we should take this as an opportunity to set some parameters here. So um, there is a weight, there's a weight component to this challenge. So we decided that you have to maintain that weight for two consecutive weigh-in weigh-ins. weeks. So weeks, we'll do it on, We'll do it on Wednesdays, which is when we normally uh, go, we record the episodes. So I'm going to suggest that it's two consecutive 8 a.m. weigh-ins. Okay. So morning, because we'll be lighter. Um, We got to give ourselves as much wiggle room as possible. So you could hit it on Wednesday and then confirm it on a Thursday. Is that what you're saying? No, or does it have no, to be no. Wednesday to, and Wednesday? Yep. And the following okay. Wednesday. You have to gotcha. you have to hit it two weeks in a row, basically. Gotcha. Eight AM on Wednesday, two weeks in a row. And so what's the prize, Bob? So the prize we've determined is um we've we're gonna get a trophy and we're gonna we haven't figured out what the inscription is, but the trophy is kind of like this incredible Hulk businessman. It's kind of it's totally quirky. Uh we posted a photo of it a couple days ago or yesterday because i was just too giddy about it all so i think it's a 13 inch trophy so it's not it's not a small one. Oh um, no it depends on which one we splurge for i think there's like a six and a half inch version there's a, i think there's a nine and a 13 i'm going for the 13 because oh, it's really man. not that much more expensive so the loser has to buy the winner the trophy get it engraved and i think yes. uh and the the people you buy this trophy from takes whatever you want to get it engraved and ships it that way. Yeah, I think you get three lines. The plate comes separately. Um, and then there's also a charitable component. We've decided that even the winner is going to donate fifty dollars to a tech based charity. Is that what we decided? We're gonna donate. Yeah, we've called fifty dollars to a charity. I don't. And oh, uh, we're I not gonna limit it to tech based charity. Um, I think we should slant that way, but to be honest, I can't think of a whole bunch. So if you have a suggestion for the show, um, please let us know. We are under no obligation to select your said selection, (laughs) (laughs) but right now it's kind of hard to find such things. Yeah. We'll solidify the charity, um, obviously before the end, but the winner has to do a $50 donation. The loser has to do a hundred dollar donation. So these are high, these are high stakes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. All in the name of being old and looking good. (laughs) All right. So you've already given me an, well, an advantage you didn't have to, which is my fitness pal. So I'm going to see if you can give me another unfair advantage here. So do you got any other tech based? Tech based unfair advantages? (sighs) No, it's pretty easy after that. I mean, you could get a fitness app if you wanted to. Oh, well, actually, one of the things I was going to ask you I mean, you'll have to do it old school if you don't have a way to track your activity. So, like, I don't, you don't wear activity tracker at all, right? Mm-mm. So, you will. You'll have to go old school on your, I guess my fitness pal says 
you can put in I ran for 30 minutes and it will give you a calorie thing. So, um, yeah, in fact, that's exactly what I did. So it wants to know how, well, at what intensity. And yes. Of course it's in kilometers per hour, which is like Greek. Well, I me. think you can go in your preferences and change your oh, um, preferences to miles and pounds. Um, yeah. So just for point of reference, even at like when I'm pushing it, five and a half is crazy fast for me. Yeah. So you're I, probably in the four and a half to five range for sure. I mentioned to you that I wish I could verify or uh, say that I didn't walk at all during my first two mile run in many years, but I had to, uh, I had to, I had to catch my breath. Um, I used to run five miles without stopping. No problem in North Carolina humidity, but that was decade ago. Yeah. Like when you're old, ago. When you're old, cardiovascular conditioning, you lose it in two days. So, Ooh, speaking of which, so I played my first basketball game. So I, I joined a basketball league to uh, to help out because when I join something, I commit, and it's like, damn it, now I got to actually go. Um, so I can't flake out on any. So I went, played my first game Saturday. We did lose uh, by six points, but that's like the closest margin this team apparently has ever gotten to a win. So we kind of took it as a moral victory. So did you bring the buckets? Did, were you high scorer? Oh, no. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> We have some really good young, tall players, and I'm surprised that we actually didn't win. No, um, I'm more the Dennis Rodman without the piercings. Um, I, I am good for some boards, good for some steals. I'm a disher, man. I'll go for an assist all day long. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a ball hog. I'm not a score. Basketball is so not my sport. I'm totally there to lose weight. So that means you better run, better run. Yeah. I'm, I'm hustling as best I can. And I got that, you know, in the first time you're in that, Oh my God, my lungs are burning and I've only been in for 30 seconds. <laughs> and then uh, later in the game, it was, it was a bit easier, but. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to uh, hedge my bets here in many, many ways. I think I'm just not eating enough. Apparently, yep. you got to eat more. You got to eat more. Got to eat the right stuff. You can't be picking up calories from candy. Um, well, tell me if you're gonna you're gonna hate me on this one. So I, <laughs> I like celery, and I know celery is catabolic, right? Or yeah, not catatonic. Yeah, it takes catabolic. more to burn than it is. Right. So right. as as a Gosh, I got a craving right now to just eat something. I'll I'll eat about four full celery stalks. Um, and Dude, are you, are you crapping bricks yet? Not yet. <laughs> but, oh, that's well, not gonna be good. It shouldn't it shouldn't be bricks, right? There's a ton of fiber and all this stuff, so it's supposed to soften. I don't know if you're packing in that much celery. I'm afraid you're gonna poop carpeting. <laughs> it's gonna clean me out if nothing else that's for sure <laughs> so so we'll probably give a little bit of update each week um on our progress we'll have a little i guess a segment and we, um go ahead do we want to say what our weigh-in is do we want to track it like that i think we could give a weight update you know and so, kind of what so we right done. now i i own mountain 191 is, is where i'm at that's not where you started though right or is it yeah, it, it is. It is with this. Yeah, because I think the, the lead up to the weigh in, I actually lost all my water weight. And now I'm at my plateau where it's like, oh, shit. Okay, now it's fat from here on out. 
So if I was at one, so if my goal is 165, 21 plus that is 86, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm at 82 right now. Oh, God. You're but me. I told you the other day, I'm going to get down to 175 really easily. It's the last 10 that's going to kill me. Yeah. Every, so in 2015, at some conference in San Diego, I, I worked my ass off in the elliptical, which is in my storage unit now, doing me no good. Um, I got down to 180. Um, and it was 45 days straight of just hustling on that elliptical and eating eggs, basically. So, um, I know it's possible, but I, I also know that there's another plateau just waiting to piss me off. Yeah, but you're going to get a big whoosh here anytime, guaranteed. So you'll get a big drop, and then your next, so you're at 191. Your yes. next plateau will probably hit 180 ish. That last 10 is going to be hard for both of us. Yes. And, <laughs> Honestly, this is this is uh, I would almost call this one sixty percent mental, forty percent physical. Oh, like, I would even sway it heavier than that. Okay, I'll, I'll I won't I won't uh, push back on that because <laughs> getting into the the exercise mind every day, eating correctly three plus times a day, and the holidays, and birthday parties for kids and got i already had to survive one of those oh my god (laughs) i love pizza and that's what they're serving and so i scraped the toppings and i just ate the toppings and that was that guy (laughs) so no that works though that works yeah so i basically had cheese and pepperoni off three pieces of pizza and i was starving the rest of the night (laughs) so my big downfall is beer well I've got a leg up on you there because I actually don't, I mean, I love me some beer, love me some vodka, love me some white Russians, but I, I reserve those for social events and I'm so socially boring most of the year. That's going to work in my favor on this contest. Yeah. I've been pretty good on the beer the past couple of weeks. Well, no, actually that's a lie. I've been really good on the beer since we talked about doing this. Um, Cause that's not very keto friendly, right? Oh, not at all. It's not diet friendly, period. <laughs> is there is there like a Michelob light or some There's sort ultra, of ultra Michelob Ultra? In, it's low in, carb, low calorie. Right. That, so that's what I was going for. I mean, there's there's no such thing as a no carb beer, no. right? It's called no. water. <laughs> but I imagine that if I knew what urine tasted like, it probably tastes like Mick Ultra. Ouch. It's kind of like <laughs> natty light and yeah sorry but they probably won't be a show sponsor anytime soon but yes. i like uh, i like real beer uh, <laughs> so me too. on the vodka <laughs> i don't know how, yeah sorry it took us to alcohol because we could probably talk a whole show on that i wonder if there's tech in in beer i'm sure there is oh right? no untapped yeah do you not know that app no that's a whole nother show we'll talk about okay. beer apps on another show yeah because because we're getting to that one hour and 10 minute mark. So um, I think it's safe to say that we will, we'll give everybody updates. Uh, please add us if you think this is stupid and you don't want us to talk about it, but we probably will anyway. I mean, we will try to keep tech involved in it. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you say, Kev? How, how, what, what parting words do you want to send out? 
Oh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I just I gave my parting words. I don't. Okay. Well, I thought you meant the parting words. No. Um, I don't do those parting words. Um, well, damn it. Next time you see Bob or I, hopefully we uh, we look younger and more handsomer and fitter and all that fun stuff. And it's doing, it, it already is making um, uh, mental health uh, easier that's that's a plus but i tell you what i want more i want the i i like having one chin not two and i want i want you know that beer gut to be like something that's in an old picture that i don't want to show anyone and not really on me so i'm excited and uh i already think bob's gonna win this one because i can't figure out how Come on, positive mental attitude, positive mental attitude. And you got an elliptical, you bastard. You keep sending me pictures of, look at all the calories I just did, Kevin. <laughs> bastard. Anyway. All right, Bob, we got one more order of business, and it's... Bring the skinny lightning.